chapter fifteen of a popular history of the art of music from the earliest times until the present by w s b matthews this librivox recording is in the public domain the changes in musical notation the entire movement of musical thought since three or four tones began to be put together into scales melodies and unities of various kinds has been in the direction of classification this is shown very conclusively in the history of musical notation which at the end of the period just now under consideration had reached a form nearly the same as we now have it the early notation regarded tones as individual and wholly without classification of any kind the first musical notation of which we have any authentic knowledge was that of the greeks already noted in chapter three their scale consisted of two octaves and one note their so-called greater perfect system and the tones were named by the first fifteen letters of the greek alphabet this however was only a beginning of their system for the variety of pitches required in their enharmonic and chromatic scales and in the various transposition of scales was so great that they required sixty-seven characters for representing them these characters were written above the words to which they applied and they had additional marks for duration especially in the later periods of greek music besides this they had an entirely different set of characters for the same tones played upon the sitara so that the word to be sung without accompaniment had one mark above it for the pitch of the note while if accompanied even by the same tone upon the instrument a second character was written for the instrumental part the system was wholly without classification except that the letters were applied from the lowest notes upward the same as we now have them there was nothing to assist the eye in forming an idea of the movement of the melody and as the forms of the letters were very similar in some cases there is no doubt that mistakes of copyists were numerous this however is a matter of little concern to us since no authentic melodies of the classical period have come down to us the example of greek characters given on page sixty nine in connection with the ode of pindar sufficiently illustrates the nature of this notation although the interposition of the staff between the musical notes and the words deprives the illustration of a part of its value the romans had also a notation consisting of letters written above the words to which they applied they made use of the first fifteen letters of the alphabet in the same manner as the greeks but we do not know whether they employed the same characters for the instruments and the voices or had different ones the only example we possess of the roman notation from classical times or in close tradition from classical times is that in boethius consolations of philosophy from the fact of this being the only place where the roman notation is illustrated certain writers have concluded that boethius invented it a supposition which is utterly improbable boethius mentions the roman notation 
and employs it as also does huckbald in certain of his examples but neither one of them explains it or gives any account of its origin we have simply to take it for granted that the romans transferred the letter notation of approximate pitch to their own characters instead of using greek letters the following examples from guido's book illustrates the appearance of the roman notation as he uses it figure thirty one letter notation of guido of arezzo with deciphering listen the most curious notation of which we have a record was that of the numae or the neumes which were employed by the ecclesiastical writers mostly from about the sixth century to the twelfth this writing as will be seen from the examples hereafter given very much resembled the curves and hooks of the modern shorthand the learned fetus thinks that the characters were derived from the coptic notation and these again from the hieratic notation of the ancient egyptians the neumes signified mostly intonations upward or downward slides of the voice and not absolute pitch figure thirty two neum notation of the tenth century there are no clefts or other indications of the key and it is little better than sheer guesswork to attempt to decipher one of them for want of some one single base mark to reckon from accordingly the various commentators have rendered the old pieces in a variety of ways it is probable that the imperfections of this notation were helped out when it was in current use by tradition which appropriated certain keys to each of the principal hymns of the church this being understood the singer found himself able to make something intelligible out of a notation which without the help of traditions would have been meaningless from about the eleventh century the supposed meanings of the various signs of the neumes are easily to be ascertained because tables are given by a number of writers of that period but the earlier examples are practically undecipherable this notation came into use partly through ecclesiastical influence and partly owing to its being easy to write while at the same time it occupied little space upon the page the earlier examples as already said were without clefts or any means of ascertaining the key note after a while we find them with one line representing do or fa and the signs arranged above below or up on the line at intervals approximately representing the pitch intended still later we find a colored line for fa a thumbnail line traced on the parchment but not colored for re and a different one for la figure thirty three neum notation of the eleventh century deciphered by martini in gregorian notation listen still later four lines were used 
there were many varieties of forms of the neumes employed by the different copyists and by different nationalities the heaviest marks of this kind being those of the lombard gothic represented in figure thirty five these marks were afterward written upon a four-line staff and the note heads were derived from them figure thirty four neum notation of guido of arezzo there were no marks whatever for duration or measure in the neum's notation and its persistence through so long a time signifies very plainly that it was not in the line of the musical life of the world but was a special hieratic notation made to answer for ecclesiastical purposes by the help of carefully transmitted traditions figure thirty five deciphered neum notation of the latest period listen one of the oldest forms of this notation is that of the lament for the death of charlemagne an extract from which is here presented together with its translation as given by noman incidentally this illustration gives a fair specimen of medieval melody of the earlier period it dates from the tenth century lament for charlemagne listen
the earliest suggestion of the staff that we have is that in the work of hubald already mentioned in which he proposed to print the words in the spaces of the staff of eleven lines placing each syllable according to its pitch the staff in connection with neumes as given above in figure thirty four probably came into use about the same time as that when hucbal's book was written but it was not until the days of guido of arezzo that the staff was employed in anything like its modern form nor is it certain that guido had anything to do with introducing it in one of the manuscripts of his book letters are written upon the lines and spaces and in another the neumes are given the note-head was not invented until some little time after his death probably about fifty years figure thirty six notation of the french trouvères by the time of franco of cologne the four-line staff with square notes had come into use the notes having the value already assigned them in the chapter upon franco of cologne the place of fa was marked by a clef and with some few exceptions all the musical notation from this time forward is susceptible of approximate translation the term approximate is used above by reason of the fact that no sharps or flats were written until long after this period but it is thought that they were occasionally interpolated by the singers quite a long time before it became customary to put them into the notation in this way for example a piece of music beginning and ending on the degree appropriate to fa might be brought within the limits of the key of f by the singer changing b natural to b flat wherever it occurred our information in regard to this practice is extremely limited and in fact rests upon two or three detached hints the signature was not employed until some centuries later as already mentioned in chapter eleven there was no measure notation for a long time after franco's death the data are uncertain concerning the exact time when the bar began to be used to mark the measure its earliest use was that of marking the end of the music belonging to a line of poetry this is the same use as now made of the double bar in vocal music in fact everything points to the progressive development of music in all respects and the development of what we might call self-consciousness in musicians whereby each succeeding generation sought to place upon record a greater number of particulars concerning their music and to leave less and less to accident or tradition this progress has gone on until the present time when two particulars of our music are exactly recorded the pitch and the rhythm the exact relation of every tone to the keynote is ascertainable from our musical notation and the precise degree of rhythmic importance appertaining to each tone according to its place in measure and in the larger rhythms we are still lame in the matter of expression and in pianoforte music also in regard to the application of the pedals 
here our notation affords only a few detached suggestions if the master works of the modern school could be noted for expression as completely as for pitch and rhythm the labor of acquiring musical knowledge would be very greatly diminished the four-line staff has remained in use in the catholic church until the present time and with it the square notes it is generally called gregorian and by many is supposed to have been invented by gregory the great but as a matter of fact about six centuries elapsed after his death before this square note notation came into use the five-line staff came into use about fifteen hundred information is wanting as to the causes which led to its adoption in preference to the four-line notation so long in use the clef or do c clef remained in use until very lately and is still used by many strict theorists being written upon the first line for the soprano the fourth line for the tenor the third line for the alto the g clef also when first introduced was often written upon the third or the first line the f clef moreover was not definitely established on the fourth line until toward seventeen hundred in the scores of palestrina's work now published in complete form there are pieces written with the soprano in the g clef upon the first line the alto in the c clef upon the second line the tenor in the c clef upon the fourth line and the bass in the f clef upon the third line this while affording the eye two familiar clefs the treble and the bass places them in such a way as to practically make it necessary for the modern reader to transpose every note of the composition in all the parts and in fact to effect a transposition for each part upon principles peculiar to itself the progress of classification is distinctly seen in the use of seven letters instead of fifteen affording a tacit recognition of the most essential underlying facts of harmony the equivalence of octaves the staff however affords the eye no assistance at this point since the octaves of notes occupy relatively entirely different positions upon it the octave of a space being invariably a line and the octave of a line a space moreover the octave of a bass line is always very differently located when it falls upon the treble staff and vice versa the octave of a treble note falling in the bass is very differently placed if a notation had to be made anew it would no doubt facilitate matters to make use of a staff so planned as to bring out the equivalence of octaves more perfectly a recent american designer mrs wheeler has proposed a double staff of six lines divided into two groups of three for the treble and bass thus presenting for the piano score four groups of three lines each separated by smaller or larger intervals upon such a staff every tone would fall in the same place upon the three lines in every octave the octave of the first line of the lower three would be the first line of the second three and so on this however is to anticipate 
the smaller rhythmic divisions of the measure were very little used in the old music which if not sung in slow time was at least written in long notes and the smaller varieties of notes are the invention of a period perhaps rather later than that at which we have now arrived they belong to the elaborate rhythm construction of the music of handel bach scarlatti and haydn End of chapter 15